I'm gonna try to bring my best brain forward. Ooh, nice. Welcome to Best Brain Forward LLC, where we, we're jumping right in. Welcome to an unedited meeting. We actually have not posted a public unedited meeting since insert date here that I'll put on screen because I you have forgot. You no idea. And then that means I'm guess? editing this and- Can I guess? Sure. Since September 27th. Um, we, so also interesting to remember, we moved unedited meetings to WAME only and I'm putting this one back on the channel just because a lot of people liked them and I just feel like it wasn't like that much of a behind the scenes thing. It wasn't that much of a behind the scenes. All right, we experimented and now yeah, we're going back. That's all. That's our M.O. That's our M.O. That's called that's, wandering aimfully, folks. What does that stand for, M.O.? Modus operandi. Wow. If I was editing this, I would put like And don't come like at me star, operandi. I took like Latin thing, in, like in high brain. school and it's pronounced operandi. And then nerd glasses if you held still. Uh, yeah. All right, so... Here on this unedited meeting, first of all, we're celebrating that Caroline can actually do this, which is wonderful. Look at me, I'm doing stuff. I'm yeah. being a contributor to our business. Oh, uh, so you'll uh, have to uh. you'll have to let me know if you're starting to people feel. People are going to start to feel like I'm taking drugs. Yeah, people people will also watch you. Let me know if you're not feeling well, and then we can stop and we'll wrap up at any time. Yeah, but we don't have any verbal signals. It's just me going. Right. Like this. But if I'm looking this way, then I'll just never see it or at our nice view. Okay, so the point of this unedited meeting is... I was trying to do the eye I know, signals. I know, I'm ready to move on. Okay. What is the point of this unedited meeting? We are planning to do a... Full email list Full launch. email list launch of Wandering Aimfully. You got a little stuck there, so I helped you out. Assist. It's called Dramatic Pause. Assist. Get on my level. <laughs> And part of that is that we are, we've gotten some feedback and just we ourselves have had conversations about really clarifying our sales page and framing the membership and what we call our lifetime membership in a different way, similar to a way that we used to do called Buy Our Future. And yes. for those of you that are new joining us, Buy Our Future was kind of an evolution before Wandering Gamefully existed. This is when Jason and I combined his business, Jason Does Stuff, so clever. My business made vibrant, far more poetic in my opinion. And we joined all of our stuff together and said, hey, you can buy all of our courses and guides and everything together. And then also you get everything we've ever created and you get anything we ever will create in the future ever. You only pay us this amount, set amount of money and then you get what all the stuff in the future by our future. Yep. Now we're talking about kind of bringing that concept back um, when we launch WAME underneath the new WAME. And so we have to figure out how to communicate that in a much more succinct way than I just did <laughs> and yeah. do it visually on a sales page and what updates we want to make to the sales page. Yeah, so kind of behind the scenes a little bit here, Buy Our Future over the course of its time with Buy My Future included. That was the first iteration of that this. That was before was, I came on. When it was just me in 2015 and 2016, you came in 2017. I mean, I'm right. actually going to go over some numbers because I think they're going to be interesting to share. Um, but the, the total amount of those people, I actually don't have that number, but it's somewhere around 450 people bought into Buy My Future and Buy Our Future in the multiple times that we launched it. Great. So um, people are interested in buying the idea of us and our transition to wandering aimfully last year, the idea was, okay, if we shift this model, can we get a more predictable revenue stream? Meaning the buyer future thing was great, but it was basically like we launched it in the spring, we launched it in the fall, and we kind of had to like 
uh, hope our emails worked, hope nothing bad was going on in the world, and that people were ready to buy at that time. So that was right. really putting it on our schedule. Now it worked. So in 2017, how many people do you think we had purchased by our future? You love a good guessing game. Yeah, but I think everybody else loves watching you guess and then we have the answers. Do you not, um, repeat the question. What's the country of origin? The country of origin is Uganda. Okay. And the, no. Um, how many people bought by our future in 2017? Over, by our future. Over two How launches. many people? <laughs> As opposed to alligators? <laughs> I don't even like how much money we made. No, how many people yeah. together? I would say... 82. 115. Wow. Yeah, so spread across two launches, it was 62 in the first, 59 in the second. Extremely close. Very I don't know close. if you remember that, like they were almost close. Very close. Those two numbers don't add up to 115 because there were people that canceled and whatever. And it was very low. Was, again, I think it's like 4% churn is what we've had. So that total income, just based on the fact that the price was $2,000, was $230,000 in revenue in 2017 if you looked at it that way. Now, the payments, we're spread out, you know, whatever. So again, that's why that model is fine. That's a lot of money, but it, it was very inconsistent for right. us. So and it also, yeah, yeah, sure. So moving to, moving to Wandering Aimfully, the idea was to come up with a goal. So our goal was 330 paying members. If you haven't read it yet, wanderingamefully.com/slash-330—just uh, the numbers, 330. You can read through why that number is our goal. We, I break it down for you. In it's that still thing. our goal. Yep, still our goal. Can't and, wait. And so excited. We've actually had a bunch of existing Wandering Aimfully member. Wow, wow, wow. Try again. Wow. We've, we've had a bunch of Wandering Aimfully members who are paying now that we've told that they're changing their subscription to Lifetime or we're changing their subscription to Lifetime. And they've asked, oh, well, how does that affect this 330 number? By the way, Lifetime is what we are calling basically <laughs> the buyer future yeah, so membership. So this is probably explain the, this. This is probably the very first thing we should decide. Yeah, you kept being like changing right. lifetime. So I'm like, explain what that is. Are we changing it to wandering aimfully lifetime? Are we just gonna say it's by our future again? I would like to what call do we it, do? I would like to call it the by our future option. But it's the only option. <laughs> Cute. <laughs> okay. All right, so let's yeah, let's no, take a step. That's hard. Okay, so let's take a step further back. I get it. I get it. I get it. I know, You're but let me explain it to them real quick. Great. Okay, so 450 people don't need to worry about this, but we have 101 people who are currently Dalmatians. paying us for wandering aimfully the membership. We have 101 Dalmatians right now. We have 101 Dalmatians. That's fun. Um, they have all been told. Uh -huh. Even our pre-order people dates back to May of 2018. The first people who bought Wandering Aimfully. Hello, Nikki. Hello, Rachel. Uh, hello, Emily. The OG peeps. Hello. Ooh, let's see if I can remember all of them. Hello, Quentin. You're going to feel bad um, if you miss like two. Hello, James. Um, hello, Leo and his wife, Evelyn. And hello, Peter. Oh, and Kevin. The people watching this, just so you know, have no idea to verify. You could literally just no, be going. But I'm going to show you. I could show hello you. Hello, Plaxico. Hello, George Glass. No, let's see who I missed. Hello, Lamp. Let's... I love Lamp. This is fun. Again, unedited meeting, right? It's, it's silly. You're only doing this to stroke your own ego, just so you know this. Well, I'm hoping you're going to stroke my ego in this. All right. Ooh, I missed two. Dang it. Well, now you feel bad. Who you, who'd you miss? I missed Courtney and I missed Martha. Sorry, Martha. Okay, you're going to do something nice for Courtney and Martha. Okay. As a, as a, I'm sorry, because that's not But everybody else nailed it. All right, so. <laughs> I don't know if that's nailed. 101 Dalmatians of you are 
the people that I have already emailed and told, hey, we're switching your subscription, you're paying $100 a month, you're gonna to continue to pay $100 a month or $1,000 a year, whichever one you signed up for, once you hit $2,000, you are done paying us. We will stop This that. is the confusing thing that you have to tell people. All these people had chosen into a month, monthly or yearly option, but let's just say the majority chose a monthly option. Sorry, microphone, not used to it being there. Did you hit it? I just tapped it. Don't do that. Okay. Yeah. They are paying us monthly in order to be in Wandering Inflate, but this lifetime option, which is confusing because we're gonna change that, is Jason basically reaching out and saying, hey, here's an idea. If Not an idea. Here's the thing. Here's what we're doing. We're giving you the opportunity to, if nope. you, Jason, listen to it. So, some, some people could say, okay, so I have a question then, because I'm actually confused. When, <laughs> okay. you, when you say there's no other option, you emailed all those people. Yes. Do, does that mean that the people who said, I don't want to keep paying you for 20 months, that doesn't mean that they automatically get kicked out of WAME. If they cancel, they do. If they no, keep I'm paying. Saying, no, I know, but I'm saying like a person could be like, oh, I still want to stick around for the next three months and they only pay us, let's say $700 total. Yeah. And that's fine. And then they cancel. Totally. So that's just what I want to clarify. Right. So let me talk to the people. Let me continue to talk to the people <laughs> without your input. Okay. So what we're trying to say is those people who were paying us $100 a month, Jason said, hey, here's a great opportunity. We are, for everyone who is paying us monthly, giving you the opportunity to Basically, nobody can pay us more than $2,000. Right. That's the way that I kind of want to frame it. Right. You're never going to pay us more than $2,000 right. for, for a Wandering Inflate subscription, which sounds really weird when you say it like that. You're right. like, hey, look, right. like how many things are you a part of? How many monthly members? Like if Netflix was like, hey, you've been around for two years now. You don't have to pay us. You get Netflix for free for the rest of your life. That's literally what we're doing. Yeah. And it's because we really like this option of giving people... A, the chance to stick around for a number of months where they're invested in us, they're invested in the community, and we reward that by saying, you can have all of our stuff for the rest of the time that we create it. Now, I hope that explains it a little bit. Sure, yeah, so those- I like the Netflix idea, by the way. We should save that for the sales page. Like, what if we had a little text box that was like, what if Netflix emailed you tomorrow and said, you've been, a, you've been paying us for two years, you never have to pay us again, and you get Netflix. Netflix for free for the rest of our life. That's literally what we're doing. I wrote it down. Okay. Um, also, in many, in, in many of these previous unedited meetings, I never wrote anything down and you wrote everything down. Look at this, this is a full page already. The tides have turned. It's a full page. So these 101 people have already been emailed. They have already been uh, told that their membership is going to basically transition. They have nothing they had to do other than just to not cancel, essentially. Right. I meant to say, do you want to give a short update? Because I'm sure people are watching this now going, I don't get why they're doing that. Why? Yes. So that was that was kind of my next thing. So overall, the entire time that we have had Wandering Aimfully as a membership available, essentially almost for exactly a year as of recording this. So starting with our pre-orders, then our first launch in September, and then going forward. Um, so we have had 147 people sign up. 46 people have canceled. So that is... What's that percentage? You said it's 147, 46 out of 147, 33%. About. Wow, nicely done. So 30% churn is really high. So that yeah. is the thing for me where I looked at, it's basically we're selling the same thing, the Wandering Aimfully membership versus Buy Our Future. The only difference is that 
for 20 months of wandering aimfully, someone stays on not knowing when they're ever gonna stop paying, as opposed to buy our future, you know when it's coming to an end, and once it ends, you don't have to keep paying. I would also like to share the very important caveat, which I feel like you and I go back and forth on this all the time. I don't love when you say that buyer future had a 4% churn. And here's why, and then you compare it to the 30% churn of Wandering Aimfully. Here's why I don't love that. Because people- Do you still love me though? Unconditionally. Okay, I just wanted to make when sure. when you say dumb stuff like this. It's <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. Wow. I'm just kidding. There's a couple conditions. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> Did you say kid-ishins? Like it's a condition, but it's a kid? No, but I love that. Yeah. Can okay. you just be careful around the mic? You're really swinging your hands around a lot. Trying okay. a new lower the mic. The reason set. I don't love that is because people who bought into Buyer Future bought into it as like a package, like a course, like a thing, a right, product. Right, a product, yeah. And so we had a thing that was like, yes, we have a cancellation policy. Here's what it is. But if you cancel, you don't get anything. Right. You basically are opting out of future stuff. You don't have the ability to buy back in in the future. We had all these things in place that really made it so that only the people who were certain they were going to pay all 20 months or whatever were going to continue to pay. So it's a little bit of like selection bias, right? I think that's the term for it, where the people you're attracting are people who plan to pay for 20 months. Whereas wandering aimfully, we just sold of like, pay us $100 a month, cancel any time. Of course, you're gonna have people that then go, okay, this was cool for a time, I used it, now I'm not gonna use it anymore, bye. So like, I don't love using the term churn for something that is a product. To me, that's like a refund rate. Sure. Which is different than a monthly churn. But I think it's, it's, worth, Ultimate, it's worth acknowledging in one year, having whatever 62 plus 59 is, only ending up with 115 people, as opposed to having 147 people in a year, only ending up with 101. Yes, and so what that does is it shows you how basically the same information, information, Did you say naked in there? <laughs> how did I find a way to insert naked in information? I don't know. What it shows you is the same information can be packaged in two different ways and pitched in two different ways and it can have drastically different outcomes, which is why we're using that learning and coming back to a way to package wandering aimfully memberships in the buy our future product way, which clearly was the more like superior way to package that information. Yeah. So there's, ding, ding, ding. so there's a lot of things. First of all, I have a lot of questions for us to answer here. So I want to do that. I also want to be really respectful of your time. Cause I know you're not going to have a ton of time to sit here and be this, this amazing. Uh, and I also want to be respectful of people watching you this, so we're not just amazing. prattling you on. Said I'm doing great. Hey, before I move forward, can you just hop up and check to make sure the iPhone is still recording? Because recording this on my phone, and I'm always yeah. I just can't see if it's recording. So. I also realized this whole time I've been looking into that knob, which is not the camera. Oh no, that's not the camera's over there on the right. But it's gonna be. I know. Yeah, it's just we have these big windows, and it's dark behind us. It is really nice, and I'm actually curious to see how this looks versus the. And Micah. we have a nice view while you record. My God, can it? Okay, so let me just go over the growth of Wandering Aimfully memberships, just so that everybody kind of has an idea of how this has grown. And I just think that because we're at this year mark, it's the perfect time for us to kind of make this pivot, if you will, in our business. Are you gonna rip this into a podcast episode? Uh, I hadn't planned on it, but I can. I just think that we're being really funny. Oh, wow. 
Just oh, kidding. Do you want me just to do it for you so you can listen to no, it later? No, I'm just... I'm, people might find it interesting. I don't know. All right. So, uh, May 2008, we launched Wandering Aimfully pre-orders. It wasn't available yet, and 15 people signed up. So, our monthly recurring... Re- Stop looking at my notes. So, our monthly recurring revenue was $1,500. Very mm-hmm. easy. And our uh, percent to our goal was 0.4%. Is that true? No. One, no, 0.04%, not even sure? 1%, 0. 0.04%, because 1% would have been, would have been 33. 33. Okay, yeah, 0.0, I actually wrote 0. 0.04. I don't know why I said, look, I wrote 0. 0.04. I think I got confused by my own math. Anyway, 15 people, 1,500 in the very beginning. Great. September 2018. We were, we were living off of beans. Yeah, so we buy our future beans. Buy our future beans. Um, September 2018, so a couple months later, we officially launched Wandering Aimfully. We finally got through all the developer nonsense and, yep. and got the site up and running. 48 people signed up. Yeah. Um, so that's actually 48 total people. So really only 33 people signed up. So cool. it's 48 total waymers. But remember, that's because we only said we were capping it at 30. Every right. Month. Yeah, because we were trying to like control the growth and see how it went. So we our MRR was $4,783 and percent to our goal was 14.4%. October. We had a total of 62 waymers, $6,350, 19.2%. These two months were shingles months, just so everybody knows. So we continued the great to grow. Shingles debacle of 2018. Continued to to in, like increase memberships. Uh, that really kind of came into, I think, where we saw the first. Uh oh, what's going on? Because in November we lost as many members as we gained, mm-hmm. so we had 62 members again. And we were like. Like, so that was also when content really slowed down. Right. Um, because I was like bedridden basically. Yeah. You know, and then that was when, well, you're probably going to get to this. That was when we started really going, okay, that, that didn't work out. So let's go back to the drawing board and look at what could be the issue here. And we realized we weren't attracting a very um, specific Focused. person right. and we weren't solving a very specific problem. And so we said, what can we do to fix that? Yeah. So November 62 members, same as October, $6,133. It went down because we had some annual subscriptions. So we went down to 18.5%. So that was our first down month. January. So we basically took December and most of January to start putting together the repositioning. And so we went up to 73 members after also having some people churn, $6,917 monthly recurring revenue, 21% to goal. And then as of March, so we had Build Without Burnout done and launched. And we had the test drive that I created for Wandering Aimfully of giving people a look, or, yeah, of what it was behind the scenes before you had to buy. So we, we jumped up to 97 members, which was awesome. Uh, $8,917 was our recurring revenue, so getting close to $10,000, 27% to our goal. And that, January through now, you were dealing with anxiety. So none of this has been easy, but as you mentioned in this discussion that we had that is going to be up in a podcast episode around when this video goes up, is that we've still grown. Like we've still had upward growth. We've still had upward momentum. And and the thing for me is, yes, we could continue on this path forward, mm-hmm. but I don't like the high churn. Mm-hmm. And I like, so here's what I think the future of us selling Wandering Aimfully, lifetime, buyer future, whatever it is we're going to decide to call it by the end of this meeting is that we do the test drive. Mm -hmm. The test drive is just open all the time. So that is our 
dun, 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 evergreen funnel. Yeah. So it has an email workflow attached to it. It sends a couple of emails to people. It asks them if they want to buy. Maybe we'll play around with some type of incentive. Right now there's no incentive. It's just, here's what it is, reminding people a couple case studies, couple things like reply and I'll, I'll email with them and or we can get on a call or whatever. Um, but then to do two biannual launches again. So to do a spring launch, so in May here is coming up and then do a fall launch as well, probably in September. Um, and so my hope is that we can increase this number of people, so 101 total people, by the end of this year to double that or more is my goal. That's what I would like to do. To double which number? The total number of people. People. So like to 120 or whatever. No, to 202. Oh. So we have 101 donations right now. I was still stuck right on that. We have 101 donations. Yeah, God. that's the way to listen yeah. to it. So I would like between a May launch, a September launch, and then the evergreen trickle of people coming in um, that we have... 200 people by the end of this year. Great. So 200 people by the end of this year should be close to $20,000 in recurring revenue. Um, that would be awesome. It would be obviously much closer to our goal, you know, over 50% of the way to our goal. And I think it just puts us more in control of the growth of this mm -hmm. as opposed to the monthly model, which really felt like it was just uncertain whether it was going to work. Like it did work, but it never felt like it was just a well-oiled machine. Right. So the monthly kind of funnel in the background is just the test drive. That's like the evergreen component to it. Right. But the, so we have to talk about then how we're going to position, like what's the incentive for someone to buy during the open time? Yeah. So, cause I don't want to do the false thing where we're like the cart closes. Right. So the, the way that I look at this and I think would be beneficial is to essentially just carve out like a, a, a sales calendar for us where let's say, and this is just moving forward hypothetically, but we would say between April 15th and May 15th, Wandering Infly is not for sale. We kind of like, we're getting ready to do a launch. So anybody who signs up in that time for the test drive or whatever, you have to wait because we're like gearing up to do that. Like we're preparing to kind of for two weeks or one week and we can decide that timeline to do that. And then after that launch, no one can sign up for let's say a month or what have you. And that's also just our time to like, we just want to invest in our new members. Mm -hmm. So we, we kind of create this maybe month before we do the launch and then month after buffer where no one can sign up in those times. So it is closed. Like our business is essentially closed for purchasing. Um, and that's so that we can get ready and have plenty of time and then onboard those new members with as much love and care as we can. Mm -hmm. Then the evergreen is open if people want to kind of trickle in. And then we do the fall launch. It's the same thing. A month closed before, a month closed after, and the evergreen just open in that time. I like that. So it's kind of just... And you also, during the main list launch, like you get the benefit of going through Build Without Burnout with kind of a class. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you kind of are with a whole group of people versus if you come in through the test drive that just happens to be convenient for your life at that moment. Right. But you don't really get like the, I mean, the you do group, get the community aspect, right. but not like you're a, a part specific of, group. Yeah. Build without burnout is a whole separate unedited, unedited meeting I want to have because I think we're already seeing six months is maybe too long for people to really stick with it. But I'm going to pump the brakes on any of that conversation because I don't have a full sheet of things to talk about with it or data to look at. So we'll get to that. Data. Okay. So let's. We've got the nerd glasses now. Uh, let's start with. Are you a Pokemon? What 
the f calling this. <laughs> he dropped an f bomb. I don't I'll usually hear you say that. I'll just make a little note. Twenty-three minutes. F bomb. Okay. So what are we calling this? Are we calling it by our future? Are we calling it just the Wandering Aimfully membership? And we're just gonna have to explain that it's like a lifetime membership. Here's my only complication with bringing back by our future. Yeah. Is that it does feel a little bit confusing. For sure. Because now we would have Wandering Aimfully, Build Without Burnout, that's our flagship program, by our future. And I feel like if we just position it as the Wandering Aimfully membership is a lifetime membership. What about if we just insert, okay, here's how to think about it. What Naked? If Naked and so information. What if we just say Wandering Aimfully's lifetime membership? Like we call the membership a lifetime membership. Right. Okay. So like join Wandering Aimfully's lifetime membership. So everywhere that we've ever said Wandering Aimfully membership, we just add one more word, yeah. which is lifetime membership, lifetime membership, lifetime membership. And in the copy, we say, hey, don't you want a Fanta? <laughs> we say, hey, don't you want to buy our future? Because that's essentially what you're doing when you purchase a Wandering Aimfully Lifetime Membership. So we use it as like a copy point and like right. hopefully people who have been around long enough will have that callback and people who haven't been around long enough won't be confused. Right. I'm, I think that's good. I think that's the way that I've been thinking about it. It's actually the By way that, a Wandering Aimfully Lifetime Membership. It's the way I've positioned it now in the test drive for like the past month essentially. Mm -hmm. So um, So we were on the same page and we didn't. Uh, okay, cool. So that, that decision is made. I'm happy with that. All right. Okay. Next question. Look at me making decisions. Wow. So the way by our future Sorry. was sold before mm -hmm. we played around with a lot of different pricing options. So we had multiple different plans. All of them ended up at $2,000 total. So yeah. we, um, we actually didn't have an annual plan. We just had to buy it now. So if someone wanted to just drop 2000 bucks, they could do it. Uh, surprisingly enough. I mean, I think over the course of selling Buy My Future, Buy Our Future, it was probably like one to 2% of people who bought use the Buy It Now option. Um, I'd have to look at the numbers for our annual, but just from my brain, which can kind of remember, I think it's around the same amount of people are on annual. So it's like one to 2% of our current Dalmatians are paying via. Um, so I think we have Buy It Now and 20 payments of $100. Now here's the other question. Do you think switching to $200 is our lower option is good, better, indifferent. The only reason I bring that up, $200 was kind of like our, it was our sweet spot payment I felt like during Buy Our Future where it was enough per month that people felt like, hey, if I can afford this, I can afford it. And I'm $100, like I'm not gonna question that in a month or two. Like 200 bucks, I know I can commit to that for 10 months. Or do we just say 100 bucks, we stick with that and we just kind of cross our fingers that people make it 20 months. These are the discussions. Mm. Here's the other thing to throw out there. Here's the other thing to throw out there. Do you think that, I mean, part of it, this goes back to what I said about the selection bias, like maybe part of the churn that we're seeing too, is we're attracting people who are in the price pool of a hundred bucks a month where they're like, I can swing that. And if you go to $200 a month for 10 months, you're then attracting kind of a more uh, financially secure person. That's exactly what I was just saying. Yeah. Which sucks because we really did want to make this like affordable, More affordable. for people. So here's but the, here's the, the question. data has just shown us that like 
Here's the question. And I don't want somebody who can mentally, I'm sorry to cut you off, but I just got to finish my times. thought. Yeah, multiple, multiple times. times. Yeah. Let the record show cutting him off multiple times. If the jury could please make a note. Stand. Go ahead. <laughs> All right. <laughs> um, yeah, like I feel bad because we wanted to make it affordable, but I my fear is actually in trying to make it affordable. We're attracting people who go, I can swing $100 and they're actually not in a financial position to be joining a And membership. I've probably seen out of the 46 people that have canceled, I would say half or a little bit less than half have all said, I needed to cut back money. This was the thing I could cut back on. And I would rather... And not... I mean, I can't remember anybody in Buyer Future who canceled saying that when they canceled. Well, so here's my question to you. And this is what I thought about. Is it too many options in our register page to have the three, to have a hundred dollars a month, $200 or buy it now? You think it is too much? I do. I think it's decision paralysis. I think that if you, I think somebody's going to go because the difference between a hundred dollars a month and $200 a month isn't different enough where somebody like me, who's not decisive is going to go, uh, which one's better? Uh, I pay less. I pay less money a month, but it's for so long. But this one is like maybe I won't pay for that long, and then they leave, and yeah. then they don't buy. I think the only good thing about doing a hundred dollars a month is that if our goal is to have three hundred and thirty people paying us per month, it extends the length of time that if we have three hundred thirty people paying us at a hundred dollars per month, that we have to worry about getting people to sign up. Right. I so get it's that. 20 months of people paying $100 as opposed to 10 months where, yes, we're making the money faster, but it's more people that we're going to have to kind of put and in the And truthfully, funnel. like All at right, the beginning so, of this year, the 20 months, the 20 month payments from Buyer Future is what saved us. Because the long tail of that yeah. was so long that it, it gave us enough runway to kind of ramp up enough with Wandering Aimfully. So, like, we've seen, so I just feel strongly. Okay. hundred bucks a month so you, for 20 months or, and that that's different enough where somebody goes, I've got the $2,000. I believe in it. I'm going to pay now. And that's going to be a much smaller amount of people. And then everybody else is like, okay, like I'm committing for 20 months, but look five years from now, I'm going to get all this free stuff that they're going to continue to make that I didn't realize, you know, that I already paid for. It's like, if, if Netflix told me like, you only have to pay for the next 20 months and then you get it for life, I'd be like, I will forget about that payment and I'm just in, you know? Um, Okay. So I think that sounds good. I've been doing really great at making decisions. I know you have. Okay. So (laughs) do we've said this before, but you know that SNL skit with Jimmy Fallon in the leather store? Can I get you into some leather? Um, No, I'm just looking. You have a nice store. Yeah. If you like leather, but I don't like leather. I love leather. This is what I always think of when we sit in these chairs. This is before we were vegan, by the way. So they are leather chairs, but they make like leathery fart noises and um, fart noises. noises. And it reminds me of that. Squeak, squeak. Okay. So that's kind of the only change that we have to make, which is actually really easy. We use Restrict Content Pro in the back end that manages our memberships. So I just will create a buy it now option. Um, It's a little bit tricky because I don't think there's any way to actually turn it off after one purchase. So I'll just manually have to do that. But again, we're talking about probably 1% of people who buy will pick that. So it's not a huge deal. All right. So we need to update the sales page to reflect this change. Mm -hmm. We need to update the email campaign um, to reflect this change. 
and you don't have to get stressed out because I'm going to handle the majority of this. I'm getting stressed out. Um, I want to get two to three newer case studies mm -hmm. that we have from people. Um, and I actually want to use one case study per email mm -hmm. in the, the sales sequence. So that brings up the question, how long are we opening this for? A week. Just one week? Two weeks, two, two weeks is too long. Two weeks is too long? So a Monday to a Monday? Unless, I mean, two weeks was fine. It was just, it's dead in the middle. It and is. it always causes a substantial amount of stress when yeah. it's dead. Because we're like... Yeah. But if you think that it helps people make a decision, I don't know. It's hard to tell. Do you think that it helps people talk themselves out of it because it's two weeks? I think we do. It also protects us. It being two weeks helps protect us from like something crazy going on for that week or... Our normal email schedule is every Monday. And I, I don't really care about our email schedule when it comes to doing a launch like this because, I mean, very rarely do we send more than one email a week. So if we send two to three emails a week for two weeks or for 10 days, let's say. Um, <laughs> What's your gut tell you? My gut tells me to go start on a Monday, end on the next Tuesday. Great. So we go eight days, essentially. Split the difference. All right. That's all, you, um, that's, all we do, that's all you do it, folks. It's very scientific. Yeah. It really, it really is just like a lot of Go feeling with your out. All right. I'm, I'm busting open the lappy so we can look at the calendar. I looked at my calendar this morning and that I haven't looked at a calendar in a long time. And you did saw you, how did, full mine was? Yeah, but did you notice how I said... I saw, I saw that calendar. you were... I did see that you said, I saw that the gym was on the calendar. I might partake in that. But you didn't mention any of this like launch sales chat. I didn't, didn't want that. to not partake in that. I'm just going to do some breathing over here. Don't worry. <laughs> so I think give ourselves this week and next week to get ready. And then let's start on the 13th and let's end on the 21st. Your birthday's going to be during that. I know. Well, we always do a huge celebration. Big party with all of our many, many, many friends that we have. Smelly cat, smelly cat, it's not your fault. Okay, so that gives us two weeks between now and then to update the sales page, to update the emails, for me to get case studies from people. Hello, Plaxico. Hello, Plaxico. I waved at him and he couldn't help it. Yeah, He's going to run into something. It's fine. Yeah, good, good job. boy. All right, don't acknowledge the dog. Okay. Uh, I mean, love him, but don't acknowledge him right now. <laughs> so I'm going to turn off the test drive workflow okay. that's sending people emails right so now. So what are you going to do? So they get added to our full email list. So my thought is if anyone signs up, let's say after today, mm -hmm. they'll get an email that says, hey, uh, check out the test drive, make sure you log in, watch the videos, the things. Our we're, next. We're opening the doors May 13th. And so essentially maybe it's just a different workflow. So I'll just create that second workflow and you can work with me on just switching it over in Drip. Should mm -hmm. be very easy. And then that way when anybody signs up. And it basically says like, you're on our email list, so just look out for emails. Yep. Cool. Yep. Um, and then, so we'll tease the launch date there. We could also make a note to add during the launch week to have a specific email that goes out to people who signed up for the test drive but maybe didn't open the main list emails. Because then we can write it specifically for them. Like, hey. You took the test you drive. You took the test drive. You saw the videos. Did you know that the membership's open right now and it won't be open again for another month? Right. So. Specific. 
She still got it, folks. Test drive email. Yeah, so I wrote down numbers, because we all know that I like writing down numbers. Clearly. Um, I'll go over those in a second. Uh, launch date in that. So we'll update the purchase option in the test drive, but then also on the register page. So right now the register page does have purchasing available for test drive people. So we'll switch that just to be closed, essentially. So I will do that. And then... Yeah, really it's just updating the kind of like call to action on the sales page um, with that. So before I get to my predictions of numbers um, and we can kind of wrap this thing up is, what do you think about the current state of the sales page overall? Like, I like it. Right, do you think that, is it too, too geared towards build without burnout and we need to position a little bit differently or I think that we should look at the data, which is that our most successful turns in this data has been when we started, when we came up with build without burnout and we had the new sales page. Yeah. So, so I don't think we should like, I'm not saying like abandon the sales page and like redesign it at all. I'm just wondering, do we downplay the build without burnout part of it? Or do we you know, like I definitely think we want to add up a, a section about the kind no, of lifetime membership. I literally think that if you think of the whole, like we talk about this all the time as business of like levers and different things that you're changing in order to experiment, we changed the lever of like, I think the problem we were having was people didn't get what specifically Wandering Infly helps them with and who specifically it's for. We changed that lever when we created Build Without Burnout and we made the new sales page and said, this is what it is. That worked. We saw more people sign up. I don't think that we should change anything related to that. Mm -hmm. I think that if anything, we add better language about the buying options. We add more customer success stories. Right. Those are the two changes we make. I do not think that we change the way that we've positioned Build Without Burnout as the reason, because to me, I think of that as the thing that converts. Right. The thing that in if someone's considering buying, they go, this is for me and it's going to do X, Y, and Z for me. I'm going to now buy it. So like we changed that and it was a positive change. So like, let's don't mess with that. Cool. How are you feeling? Like I did a good job. Good job. Yeah, that makes sense. It's less variables. I was also thinking, not not for this launch, but maybe for this launch, if it was easy enough to do some retargeting ads on Facebook, because our buy our future 2017 numbers, 10% of those people came from retargeting ads on Facebook. Mm -hmm. So essentially that's like $20,000 in revenue mm -hmm. um, at an expense of probably like two to 3,000 in the ads and ad setup. So I'm just gonna put that as a potential thing to think about with our friend Seth. Mm -hmm. um, because the retargeting is not that difficult. Mm -hmm. And we've also been building an audience. Mm -hmm. So even just to run it as just pure retargeting to anybody who's been to the site in the past like 90 days um, and just say like, hey, this is open, like blah, blah, blah. To me, I think it is worth it to spend a little bit of money to do that just based on our experience. All right, Great. let's wrap up with numbers. So our goals with this are goals and numbers. Move back to the lifetime model. So it's more fun for us. It's more hopefully interesting for people who buy it. It kind of stands our membership apart. Increase our monthly recurring revenue with this first launch and then kind of have like this sales plan that we feel a little bit more control of and more control of. 
I also really like that these launches bring in a fresh group of people at mm -hmm. one time because I think that really enriches it re -energizes yeah, the community. It enriches sure. the community more than just like a person here or a person there. Like when you get 20 to 30 people joining at a time, it really does feel like, oh, cool, it's a new group, whatever. And mm -hmm. then they feel kind of together. Yeah. Okay. So our email list, yep. um, I deleted 10,000 people from our email list Good job. a couple months ago. So we went from 16,000 subscribers down to 6,500. So we've brought in 500 since I deleted the, the list. Um, our current email open rate is 30% of that list. Uh, conservatively over a campaign of emails, we'll probably see a 25% open rate. Mm -hmm. So that would be 1,625 people will okay. open these emails. And if we convert 1% of those people, which is, yeah, which is very low. Um, that will be 160 people. No, that would be 10%. That would be a lot. Oh, 1% will be 16 people. That makes more sense. Yeah. 2% will be 32 people. That's going to be nice and loud. 3% will be 48 people. Okay. I think we'll fall somewhere in between 1% and 3%. Great. What do you think? I think that's totally doable. Cool. And exactly how it's going to go. Cool. You're handsome. Um, the only outlier here, and this you just touched on this, is that we do have people who've been through the test drive that are like a little bit more... Primed. Interested, qualified. primed, qualified. So those 627 people... I think I think they'll open the emails at the same rate. I don't think that's going to change. Hey, that'd be cool if it like boosts the overall average up to the higher end. So yeah, maybe like they'll that... they'll so maybe like our main list will open at one percent and the test drive will be three percent and maybe it'll even out to somewhere like yeah you know. So it's six hundred twenty-seven people have taken the test drive since cool. it started, which is awesome. That's, that's also very awesome. How we've added that many people to our email list in like two months' time. By the way, that was just Jason going. Hey, I think I'm gonna create this test drive thing because you can't do anything. You're you have anxiety. You're not doing anything, and um, I needed to make money to. Well, I'm just one person, right. so I'm gonna try this thing. And then he did it, and then it worked, and then we were like, "What?" And so sometimes when you're at a low and you get kind of desperate, you get more willing to be experimental and try things. That's true. That's true, and it. It worked out for a little while. It's not as consistent as it was from the beginning, which is why we're like, okay, that was a good experiment. Now let's move on to the next thing. And yeah, I hope I hope this conversation, as all of these unedited meeting conversations, are a fun look at how people come to decisions with things, how, like why we make changes, why we experiment, uh, why yeah. we don't just stay with the same thing, even if it is kind of working. Um, how we use our past experience to inform those decisions. And actually look at data, like look mm -hmm. at numbers, look at signups, look at churn or just people getting refunded. Um, when any, any of those things, how they inform our decisions. And then also, I think the big thing that I hope people walk away from this is when we stop doing Buy Our Future, we were like, hey, this could be the last buyer future ever. But we gave ourselves the permission to go, yeah, but we really like that. And people really liked it too. So we want to bring that back. And even though we said that it might have been the last one, it's not. It's it's a repackaged thing. It's a different thing. But we really like that model. So That's also why we said might because we knew the experimental chance, yeah. nature of us. And we were like, we don't want to you know, cut ourselves up. Uh, off from future opportunities because as you know the whole point of the wandering aimfully kind of ethos is you change your needs change your wants change how you want your life to be changes and so you have to kind of take action in your life and in your business and in order to design it around what those changing needs and wants are and so 
we're always just learning and experimenting. Yeah. Cool. All right. Well, hope you guys enjoyed this unedited meeting. Glad to have Caroline back in the uh, the wandering gamefully <gasps> work seat. Look, I didn't die. Yeah, it's pretty awesome. Uh, all right. Yeah, that's it. We'll talk to you guys soon.